Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, yes, good morning. Monday, the 15th of January. Hopefully you've had a great weekend. There is so much sport to get through on Summer Brecky here on SEN. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Good morning to everyone listening at SEN 1170 here in Sydney as we fill in the chairs for Vossi and Brandy. And for the first hour, we're welcoming those of you listening on SENQ 693am in Brizzy, Ben Davis will be along from 6am Queensland time, filling in for Pat and Heels. And of course, good morning to everyone else across the SEN network and on the app. Pick up the phone and have your say on the open line this morning, one 1170 or send through a message on the Edgewater Homes text line, 0457 736 736. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home loan for two years. T's and C's apply. And if you can't listen live, catch up on the podcast. Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy is what you need to search on all of your favourite podcast platforms and on the SEN app. Today's guests, well, firstly, it's Trent Copeland and Jaleesa Apps with you. And the guests we're going to have on this morning, Jaleesa, Ryan Harris, Aussie superstar. He's on the Strikers coaching staff. But we can't wait to talk about the Test match this week. There's been a lot of conjecture about selections. The team is picked. They are likely mostly all in Adelaide uh, and we'll get the latest on prep there. The SEN tennis expert Brett Phillips will join us. Nick Ashman from Sportsbet and we'll hear from Bharat Sundarason on the one-on-one he had with Steve Smith yesterday. We've got a couple of prizes to give away. A double pass to Top Fuel Drag Racing Championship at Sydney Dragway on Friday the 26th and Saturday the 27th of January. Get your tickets now and a golf tour towel and a dozen limited edition Chrome Soft Truvis golf balls from Odyssey at the number one putter in golf. Jaleesa, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We should peel back the curtain a bit, Copes, and we should uh, explain to the listener what's doing. So you had this completely outrageous plan that, to be honest, as a person who worries about everyone constantly, was worrying me for, I reckon, about a week. I kept bringing this up to you the whole (laughs) week that we were working. You were going to do the Big Bash in Canberra last night. Then you were going to drive back. So once you're off air and everything, you'd be lucky to get away by 11.30. I think that would have been ambitious. You were going to drive back. And then come basically, it's three and a half hours-ish from Canberra uh, to Sydney. And then you're going to come basically straight onto radio, maybe have a bit of a power nap in the car. 
That was the dumbest idea I think you could have ever had and you would not be talked out of it. And this morning I'm talking to you on a screen and you're in Canberra and I'd like to know who talks some sense into you. I'm thinking it's Kim. Just yes. I, I, don't, I don't think you came to this conclusion by yourself. No, I'm often adamant that I can do things, can achieve things uh, regardless of sleep. And you're absolutely right. I'm coming to you from a hotel room in Canberra and it's a very good decision that Kim made on my behalf. <laughs> yeah. Because I drove down yesterday from Sydney to the game, arrived at about five o'clock, did literally a quick shirt change straight in the change room and uh, did an interview for seven with Tanvir Sanger. And then it was straight into the broadcast last night, which we'll talk about uh, shortly, Jaleesa. But it was one of those things that, I, I agree with you. Right here, right now, as we sit here, great decision not to get on the road. It was pelting down rain last night. Uh, as you know, mm. well, having done the drive many times, there's wildlife everywhere. So, mm. good decision. Good yeah. decision. Talk- well, well, I actually came back... I was going to from- say... Oh, Jaleesa, I was going to ask you, what about your weekend? Well, I actually came back... Well, I didn't have a great weekend, to be honest. I've got a family oh, member no. who's a little bit sick at the moment. So... Uh, I was actually in Canberra and drove back uh, before you, uh, well before you. So I landed in Sydney at about six and even then the rain was just starting to come down and I was thinking, oh, Copes, what's he thinking? <laughs> anyway, so I'm well, very the good glad. News is we made it. I'm very glad you've we made, made a smart it. decision. We made it. So the top stories this morning, we'll speak firstly on the cricket. So big bash last night, the Adelaide Strikers, it was a must-win game to lock in finals for the Adelaide Strikers against the Sydney Thunder in Canberra at Marnica Oval. The Thunder won the bat flip and they decided to bat. They were bowled out for 140 in the final over. And Lloyd Pope came on and bowled the 19th over He was on a hat-trick. He ended up taking three wickets in four balls. Uh, It takes four for 22. And then it was the Matt Short show. So Alex Hale's top scores for the Thunder, 43 off 32. Davey Warner only managed 13 off 10. He was brilliant on the player mic. Uh, But the Strikers, they get the job done in Canberra and they lock in the finals. But I want to talk, Jaleesa, I don't know how much you watched this game, but about Matt Short. David Warner now no longer at the top of the order for Australian white ball cricket, well, 50 over cricket, I should say, as well as test cricket. I think this guy, who scores 74 not out of 49 balls, is a genuine superstar, reigning player of the tournament in the Big Bash. I think he'll get the player of the tournament again, and I think he's going to be a fixture in international cricket for a long time for Australia. Let's take a listen to the highlights. Matt Short on strike again, McAndrew in, past the umpire, and oh, oh, long down the ground, hook it into my veins, Chuck. Look at it. That is out of here. It's on the roof and gone. On the roof and gone. Saying it to Matt Short, that one is out of the ground. Matt Short seeing it beautifully, bigger, and that is gone onto the road as well. That's into the Manica Circle uh, pub, I reckon. Long oh. sweep, out of here. Your boy. You cannot bowl there to Matt Short, and he's peppering that roof. Didn't make the bin this one. It bounced back off the lid. There is going to be dints galore on the roof at mid-wicket at Marnica. So that's the highlights from Marnica Oval. Uh, commentary on SEN last night. Jaleesa, did you watch it? And, and if you didn't, uh, can you tell me if there's anyone else in the world playing better cricket than Matt Short? 
Well, I saw, I sort of was flicking a little bit uh, and ended up more on the tennis last night uh, because there was a very interesting game involving an Australian that I'm sure we'll um, get to. Uh, but yeah, Matt Short was, I think it was someone texted us in early last week about that, the, him as an opener when we we're having the opener debate, when relentlessly having the opener debate. And it was someone who, he wasn't really Matt Short mentioned around a lot, but when uh, someone, I wish I could think who texted in, it kind of all clicked and it does make a lot of sense. So yeah, I imagine he'll be in the Australians up in the white ball and then uh, even into the red ball as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's playing the best cricket of his career. He's scoring hundreds for Victoria and Sheffield Shield cricket. He bats in the middle order there. But one thing is for sure, opposition teams are fearing this guy as soon as he walks out to the crease. He's destroying them and he's winning games off his own bat, let alone the likes of Darcy Short, uh, Jake Weatherald, who's in some ripping form as well. So there's lots going on in the Big Bash. Uh, there was another game on Friday night. It, the biggest ever home crowd at the SCG, Jaleesa, for yeah. the Thunder and the Sixers match. Did you go? I know you said you weren't planning on it, uh, but did you go and did you see that game? No, because I was heading down to Canberra. So I would have loved to have gone, but, yeah, just a, a few other things going on that I had to attend to. But um, I did watch... Uh, watch it and, um, well, first of all, to see Steve Smith get out, that was very disappointing. Socky, though, how about Socky? He can't retire. He just can't. He can't do it to us. Uh, seriously, the uh, at the end of the match, I sent him a me- The first thing I did when we got off air for SEN, I was there for, Doug, uh, for SEN with Doug Bollinger. First thing I did was send him a text message. It was one more year. One more year. <laughs> one more. His reply was one more beer. Time for the end. <laughs> yeah, he he was in our uh, he was in our SEN group chat, and everyone was you know heaping a lot of praise on him. And he said, "Thanks, everyone. Has anyone got a tip for the races?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so moving on. Moving don't on. think he was he was keen on engaging in any kind of one more year chat. But I mean, he's such a fan favorite, and. I don't know. I, get him against the West Indies, I say. February 9. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know you said you didn't want to play anymore, but hey, <laughs> do you mind playing a test match? Uh, just if you missed that game, uh, here is Steve Smith getting out for a golden duck. Sam's in he comes for the first ball. Oh, Pulled no. out to deep oh, square. No. Could he be out first ball? Wow. He is disaster. For the home going SCG, Stephen Smith caught a deep square first ball. You first, wouldn't read about it, Doug. First Bollinger. ball of the game. Oh, there you go, Dougie. Dougie was as excitable as you like on Friday night. <laughs> he was having a great time. Uh, Stephen O'Keefe took three for 13 off his, his four overs, as you said. Uh, when he took one of his wickets, Doug Bollinger, it was like he was part. It was it was like he had an ownership stake in Steve uh, Steve O'Keefe's shares <sighs> and the Sydney Sixers shares. Let's take a listen to Socky's couple of wickets. Two behind, point on the offside. Oh, there he goes, Socky. Stephen O'Keefe. We just said it could be his last game at the venue. He's done it so many times here at the SCG for the Sydney Sixers, the New South Wales Blues and Australia. No. And Alex Hales has to go. But, yeah, oh. Socky! <laughs> Stephen O'Keefe, we're talking about Cameron Bancroft. 
and about Stephen O'Keefe, how often he's done it at this venue for the Sixers. We said, what a tire power power play for the Thunder. Well, Stephen O'Keefe says, hang on a minute. That one clubbed out to deep mid-wicket. Jordan Silk underneath Silk, it. Yeah, unlucky, Davey. And he takes the catch. Jordan Silk doesn't put him down. Uh, Jaleesa, firstly, apologies. You have to listen to me commentating and this morning. But uh, Stephen O'Keefe and, and your thoughts on Dougie. Yeah, well, very excitable. I wish I had been <laughs> – I should have been listening to the commentary. I I think it's great commentary. Um, yeah, but Sox just – I mean, we talked about it last week a bit, how uh, he said in his last interview how the Big Bash had kind of reinvigorated his love for cricket after the disappointment of being let go um, from the Blues. And he's just – I don't I think he's retiring. I think he's 39. I think he's retiring a bit prematurely. I, I reckon get the chopper, get Davies' chopper to take him from, he's moving, I think, up north to Lennox Heads or something. Get him to get the chopper down for each game, surely. Yeah, Davey did, I can confirm, at Canberra yesterday, Davey did drive to the ground. It wasn't chopper to every venue uh, this week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, the chopper itself, like that, to, for that to go off it without a hitch too, it says that so much about how good the game was in that we haven't really even spoken about it. Like, no one's really spoken about the spectacle that was the chopper landing. Yeah, that's true. It was, I tell you what, that was remarkable to watch just at the venue, and it had to be done by the time the gates opened. Mm. So it had to be done by 5 o'clock. It actually would have been unbelievable to have a packed house. Davey just fly in for the warm-up. Mm. That, that would have been cool. I know they couldn't do it, but everyone would have just loved that. Yeah. Uh, Moving on, the, around the globe and around the rest of the sporting world, uh, starting with the NRL, questions being asked as to why the Dragons announced the signing of Ronald, Ronald Volkman and allowed him to train with the squad before his contract was registered with the NRL. He now sits in no man's land when it comes to his surgery and recovery with the Dragons no longer planning to register his contract and the Warriors having already released him. We spoke a little about this at the back end of last week, week Jaleesa, mm. on if this might be an NRLPA realm where they might step in and, and assist with medical costs on that new sort of hardship fund. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Neither club has the um, obligation, certainly the Warriors. They've already released him. It is unusual. It's not unusual to not register a contract before the medical. That's pretty usual. It's very unusual to let a player train um, when you've got all those grey areas of insurance and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I think maybe... I said the RLPA could, it could be an avenue and that's, I haven't been in touch with the RLPA and perhaps that's something I'll do today, but could be an avenue um, there for the new player hardship fund, which came in only about, so obviously that was negotiated in the CBA. That was one of the really major sticking points at the end, at the end of the CBA negotiations. It only actually came into effect uh, and there's a few stages of it to be rolled out. I think it began maybe a month ago. Uh, six weeks ago. Um, so perhaps there's some access that he can get through there. But, uh, yeah, very, very sticky situation. Yeah, we've got plenty of tennis stuff that we'll get into today. More basketball news with the Sydney Kings and a much-needed win. The NFL playoffs is where I just want to get to before the break, Jaleesa. Did you watch any of the NFL <laughs> yesterday? The Kansas City Chiefs 
they defeated the Miami Dolphins. And it was as cold a game. I think it was the fourth coldest NFL match in NFL history. The, the coach, Andy Reid, his moustache was frozen to Lisa. <laughs> Did you see that? I didn't see it, but that sounds very funny. <laughs> Seriously, there, and there was some footage that went viral yesterday that the fridges in the venue uh, at Arrowhead, they were actually keeping the drinks on site from freezing. They were taking them out oh. of the fridge, holding it out of the fridge, and it would freeze. Oh. That's how cold it was. But it was 26 to 7. Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs get it done in front of Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs Army. Uh, and the, this morning's match is going to be between the Steelers. Uh, sorry, was supposed to be the Steelers and the Bills, but that was equally as cold. There's a blizzard and they could barely get in the stadium. So that one's been rescheduled. But there's lots of NFL action coming up. There's a game that kicks off at 8.30. We'll talk a little bit more about that shortly, Jaleesa. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Summer Brecky here on SEN, and we're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Time now for an Australian Open update. Thanks to Wilson. Experience the ultimate summer of tennis with Wilson. Jaleesa, I'm going to let you lead here because you were all over it yesterday. Yeah, uh, last night was just a thrilling match. Um, David, uh, Daniel Gallen, sorry, and Jason Kubler. So Jason Kubler's Australian. It was just a really seesawing match. Uh, we had Kubler win the first set. David Gallen then came back in the sec. Two others, sorry, Daniel. I keep saying David. Daniel Gallen came back in the uh, second set. Third set, one with a tiebreaker. Kubler then kind of looked like he was going to flog in the... Uh, fourth set and then sort of just won the fourth set and then the fifth set went to a tiebreaker. Like I think it was the second set, I think it was the second set or the third set went for 80 minutes. It's huge for a set. So finished quite late and just a very seesawing match. Today is really interesting too because you've got Alex Demonor in action tonight, um, but you've also got Mark Pullman's um, and oh my God, he's just escape my name, Alex, Alexi Popperin. They are, they will um, face each other for, one of them will take on Novak Djokovic. Everyone's worried about Novak Djokovic, you know, was a little bit tested in his first round. Every single year he does this. Every year, the first round undoubtedly goes four, five sets and we all go, oh my God, maybe he's going to find it harder this year. No, he's not. He's going to do this until a... He's going to do this until about the semi-finals, and then he's going to start flogging everyone. Six nil, six nil. Yeah, I love that from you. Start start the day hot. Get in on your opinions oh, he's early. Fine. Uh, I mean, yeah, Novak is going to be fine. Let's be honest. Uh, he got the job done yesterday. Uh, Dino Prismic from Croatia, the eighteen-year-old. Uh, that score was six two, six seven, six three, six four. He finished off the match. Uh, he was last year's French Open junior champion, but he'd never played in a Grand Slam match. And from all reports, I mean, I was at the Big Bash last night, but everything I was seeing online on Twitter was, my goodness, this kid is a star of the future. Yeah, yeah. But again, I just don't think Novak has, was playing to his full potential. So, yeah, but I mean, uh, I mean the fact that he pushed him at all, um, was good. We got a text here. Dear Trent and Jaleesa, congratulations on the job you've done in the morning slot. Just an observation on the Australian Open. The Yobo factor, with all the yelling and screaming by spectators, is a major distraction for genuine supporter. 
Having attended Wimbledon in 2023, I find the Australian Open crowd behaviour at odds with the passive behaviour expected at such events. I have some elderly retired fans who are tennis purists attending the Australian Open for the first time. I'm concerned their experience will be impacted by the Yobos. Can the tournament director take some action? The Shoalhaven doctor. It is a very different vibe. All of the all of the Grand Slams are very different vibes, but obviously Wimbledon has a lot more of that steeped in tradition. Everyone gets very dressed up. Even if you're in the queue, everyone's sort of pretty well-dressed and on their best behaviour, and I don't think it would be tolerated at Wimbledon. I guess there's some people... I, this has been brought up before uh, leading into this summer and out of last summer, I guess there's some people who don't mind the kind of party atmosphere of the Australian Open. And I think the whole thing is more of a party. Like you've got a lot happening out on the outside courts and just a lot of other things set up, like a lot of sponsorship vans and things like that, where there's other things taking place. I don't know. What do you think, Trent? Do you like the atmosphere or are you like it a little bit more traditional? Yeah, it's almost like the golf equation where you've got the party hole and how much people are loving mm. that in live golf the you know new inclusions I actually really love it until it becomes an intrusion on the game yeah I, I love the vibes at the Aussie Open and I think it's one of the best tournaments in the world for fan engagement yeah and activity of crowds but also you know to three o'clock in the morning sometimes fans fully engaged in the contest and getting players over the line with their impact mm. uh, and their noise and their cheering and things like that. But when, as this text was, you know, the Shoalhaven doctor was alluding to, the yobbos, uh, unfortunately, when it's people yelling out one out when a serve is about yeah, to happen, yeah. just not on. That stuff needs to be, you know, I, to be honest, I'm happy if someone does that, for a security guard to walk down, take him out and say, righto, thanks for coming today, you're out. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, tennis is a, it's sort of not the place, I guess, for yelling out and carrying on, is it? No, no. But uh, you know what? I love that everyone's having a good time. It's going to be a ripper tournament. The men's number mm. five seed, Andre Rublev, was staring down the barrel of losing to unseeded Brazilian Thiago Saboth. Wild, but somehow rescued the match in the super tie-break to win that tennis update. Thanks to Wilson, get your game on and join us in celebrating the Wilson Summer of Tennis. We'll have Brett Phillips, SEN tennis expert, just out of 7 o'clock to wrap up the rest of the Aussie Open and look ahead as well.